0: Trauma memories. I, if we went back five months prior, I was sitting at the Cheesecake Factory for my birthday. So I mean, what are we? Six years almost to the date. My birthday's next week. Happy birthday. And my, thank you. My husband was uh, asking me, "What are your dreams for this year?" And I just broke down, sobbing, and I was like, "I don't have any more dreams. Like, I don't. I don't even know who I am. I mean, I always wanted to be a mom, and I have five children, and I don't even know what, like, what I am anymore." And he was very clear, like you, it's time, like you start dreaming. And so I began to pray every day for five months. God help me to remember how to dream, show me what my purpose is, like give me something. And and it came through with my trauma memories. Like the trauma cracked me open and it helped me shed all, all that wasn't working for me, that wasn't needed, that was just crap that I'd been carrying around my whole life. Hello,
1: friends. Welcome to the Live Boldly Podcast with Sarah Shulton Kranz. This is an inspiring podcast for those seeking proven ways of healing, growing, and transcending their lives. I'm a legendary leader in healing, acclaimed author, keynote, and TEDx speaker, a mom, an adventurer, and a believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, every other week I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. And that, my friends, was Kira Pelson. She is a mother to five children and intuitive spiritual entrepreneurship coach two-times author, and CEO of Freedom House Publishing Company. Before I talk more about Kira, I want you to grab your journal, just like I tell you every episode. Grab your favorite drink, take this outside if you can, take notes. It is a powerful, incredible conversation, and I got to say, she's like a soul sister to me. Before we dive into Kira, I want to uh, just remind you that we are now filling our retreats and our um, online healing program for 2022 we have in february april july and over thanksgiving we have retreats that are being offered in the grand canyon transformation at its best healing meditation i'll be doing a little bit of reiki down there i'm telling you it is like nature healing at its best If this is something that you are interested in, remember that it comes with three months of coaching along with a one-on-one coaching session with me. We deep dive into self, we heal, we transform. Message me and see if it's the right fit for you. The Grand Canyon is a very beautiful space for your own um, deep dive. We are also offering, once again our water healing program in Alaska. We will be kayaking out of Whittier, Alaska, along with oh, sea life and all the way up to um, the beautiful glaciers that, uh, that surround us in that space. Camping at night, just, it is so much fun. I ran this in um, July of 2021, and it was one of the most powerful um, experiences with 11 women. And so if you were interested in that, message me as well. Um, All of them are co-ed, and uh, that said, they do not always end up co-ed. Many times they end up all women, which whatever is meant to be is meant to be. You can message me, Sarah, at SarahShiltonKranz.com, or message my director of operations, Joe, J-O, at SarahShiltonKranz.com, and we will set you up with a call with my team, and we will see which one is the best fit for you. In addition to that, we are also filling our um, 2022 online healing program called Betrayal, a community for truth, inspiration, hope, and healing. Every month, we uh, talk about a new new, uh, topic. We have everything from self-love, self-worth, trauma brain, uh, trauma healing, uh, living the life of your dreams. Um, This month, it's all about relationships, and let me tell you, it is powerful. Um, This group of people, it is they're just so supportive and beautiful. We do this online. and so like I said, every month we tackle a new pro- a new topic. I bring in one of my um, favorite guest experts to teach you for an hour. and then I do a live training for an hour. and then we also have a group coaching session for that lasts last about an hour and a half so every month it's um, a total of three and a half to four hours of calls and uh, that's for the less than the price of a one-on-one session with me if you would be interested in that please message me and let's see what is the right fit for you as well now on to the other things that we have going on there are so many things you guys and so um, ladies just you know make sure that you are paying attention in my website sarahshultencrans.com. sign up for my newsletter Let's make sure that you stay in touch because I love to stay in touch with you. This podcast episode, okay, let's dive in, shall we? Kira helps women who feel inspired to make a huge impact in the world write transformative books of light. She teaches them how to receive their book with spiritual tools that allow for the creation of the book to come through in under two months' time. Kira then helps them create successful businesses of light derived from the message of their book. It is our deepest belief that women who are receiving powerful messages of truth from the divine are here to share these messages through published books and create powerful and successful businesses of light that will impact humanity for the better. So what can I say about her? She is beautiful. Um, She has lived through many of her own um, uh, traumas in her life. And from that, she has created this amazing six-figure business that um, is really powerful and just has so much meaning to it, so much passion and so much purpose. And ultimately, isn't that what we're all here to do, right? Is to make impact and to um, serve out whatever our purpose is. So like I said, grab your journal, take this into nature if you can, listen to it, share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones, and please share on social media, tag me so that I can then reshare. We are all here for one another. We are ripples in this world. I say that all the time. And um, this is a powerful, uh, powerful podcast episode for you to share and put out into the world. So much love from me to you in all of the ways. Well, Kira, thank you for being on. You and I have already started a conversation and then I'm like, let's just record. And this is what happens (laughs) with every single person that comes onto my podcast and we start and I'm like, well, wait, let's, could we, can we back that truck up and start recording again? (laughs) Um, You and I were chatting about what we want to chat about. And I always, the way that I love to do these is um, very free flow. And what is at the top of our heart right now? And it's Monday. And my post today was all about liberation. And one of the things that I've been talking about a lot with my own uh, audience and my own clients is um, who we are outside of the difficulties that we've lived through. And also, we were just talking about age, right? I'm 48. Um, And I've been really leaning into what does my space after 50 look like? That's been my new, like, what does this look like for me and bringing in my dreams that I did not get to, um, didn't have a chance to actually complete when I was younger. Cause I was a mom at 17 and now bringing those into the, the, the other side of my life, the 50 plus. So I want to dive into who are you first of all, cause you're a beautiful, brilliant wo- woman. Um, and also let's dive into that conversation. Are you good with that?
0: Oh, I'm ready. I'm so excited. Happy Happy Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kira, tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm, so, I am a mom to five brilliant, wild, crazy children. And I am a spiritual entrepreneur. So, I create guided by the divine in all that I do. And I own a publishing house for women. So, I own Freedom House Publishing Co., where we liberate women's voices through published books. And it's so much fun. I mean, there you go. i mean there you
1: go voices and the stories are so important to be shared and so thank you for doing that i really really um, am honored to have you on to be able to also use this space as your platform for continuing that conversation so Mm, thank you beautiful um so we were talking a little bit about liberation and also um Uh, using like, like really stepping into that space, right. Of um, how creation post everything that we've been living through. So let's start there. Let's dive into that conversation. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you do with that, how you help and guide.
0: Yeah. So I believe creation is one of the fastest ways out of pain, out of suffering, out of darkness. Uh, My own personal experience was dealing with my own trauma memories five years ago. There's so much pain and so much suffering and how I've healed obviously with therapy as well, but it's been in creation. Creation has been the activator of my healing and it's actually, it's rebirthed me. Like I have been reborn because of creation.
1: Yeah. Okay. So can we, can, do you mind if I ask five years ago, what was the, what was the trauma that you were also creating yourself out of?
0: Yes. So I had had uh, these trauma memories of being sexually abused as a child resurface. And it was, I mean, like drowning in an ocean of pain. And I think if the listeners are listening, maybe they don't have my same trauma, but I think everyone knows the feeling of drowning in pain. And for me, it was, I was drowning and I uh, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get out of it, and I was very, um, I was very suicidal because the pain was so heavy. And in that moment, when I chose to live, I decided that I would live my life guided by God, by the divine. And in that, in that declaration, creation was birthed, and it hasn't stopped. It's been the fastest five years of creation in my life, and it has truly been a new life. And I let go of my old ways of being through creation.
1: Okay. So you and I have a lot in common. (laughs) I have had those same moments. Can you go back to the moment? And because here's the thing I, I find too, is that people ask me, well, how do you find the moment? Or how does, I believe personally that the moment finds you, that it's like this, 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 um, uh, almost like an intersection of the divine of the of the spiritual, mental, physical, uh, emotional space where it's just like, bam, and you know like you know like you know, like you know when it happens because you feel it in your body, you feel it in your heart and your soul. Can you share a little bit about that moment with us, what that was like?
0: Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> leading up to my trauma memories, i if we went back five months prior. I was sitting at the Cheesecake Factory for my birthday. So, I mean, what are we? Six years, almost to the date. My birthday is next week. Happy birthday. And my, thank you. My husband was uh, asking me, what are your dreams for this year? And I just broke down sobbing. And I was like, I don't have any more dreams. Like, I don't, I don't even know who I am. I mean, I always want to be a mom and I have five children and I don't even know what, like, what I am anymore. And he was very clear, like, you it's time. Like you start dreaming. And so I began to pray every day for five months. God help me to remember how to dream, show me what my purpose is, like give me something. And, um, and it came through with my trauma memories. Like the trauma cracked me open and it helped me shed all, all that wasn't working for me. That wasn't needed. That was just crap that I'd been carrying around my whole life. And the moment for me, it was actually after I had chosen to live. Like when I said, I'm not going to commit suicide, I'm actually going to choose to live. It was when I was driving uh, to pick my daughter up from preschool. So I'm like, literally looked like completely trash. I'd just been sobbing for who knows how long. And, and I, I felt this clear voice that said, this is all for your good. And so in that moment, I remember saying, well, then you better show me, God, why this is for my good, because I can't even imagine how this is for my good. And it was that moment where it's like, fine, then show me. And I just made this declaration that like, I will live guided by God in all that I do so I understand why this is for my good. And here I can stand five years later saying, that was the most powerful impactful moment of my life because it birthed all that I do now and who I am now and wouldn't have come through any other way.
1: Wow. So I had something very similar happen and it was the words um all of this is happening for you so keep going. Keep going like all of this will be put into a book someday for others to learn from. And um uh, yeah, it's it's and I think that one of the most important things for those that are listening is to stay open and receive, yeah, right like our heart needs to be open in order to receive the words that are being spoken to us. They're not in your head they're literally they're spoken to your heart
0: yeah wow,
1: wow, okay, so you took that and what did you do? How did you be?
0: i uh I just began to ask every day to be guided like it was literally like I didn't remember how to walk or something. Like it was like, I had to have guidance. I was, I was like, show me how to make it through today. Cause it wasn't like, Oh, the pain just went away. It actually got worse. Right. It actually got worse and louder and heavier. And so I started to see a therapist. I started to do EMDR. And in that space, I just began to ask, what do you need me to do? Like, God, what do you need me to do? I I will show up and do it. And that was a consistent prayer over and over and over. And then one day I got an email from a big blogger and they you know, it was just like a regular email to their whole list. And the title of the email said, you need to write a book. And I'd never wanted to write a book. It didn't ever occur to me. But when I read it, it literally was like someone like spoke that truth into my body. And, and then it began. And so I started to ask God, what book am I supposed to write? And I would pray and pray and daily, daily, daily until one day the book showed up. And this is how, I mean, this is the path from that moment on. It was asking for guidance, receiving, and then taking action. And that is how every piece of my business has been created and every aspect of my life. I mean, I live, I live in my dream my dreamland on my dreamland in my dream state because of these things, like every piece of my life has now been in that pattern of asking, receiving and taking action.
1: How do you, how do you, okay. So I know that I know people are going to ask me right now. They're going to, I'm sure they're going like, okay, wait, but how do you, how do you do that? How do you, how do you, It's always in the how, right? Like everybody wants to know in the how, how do you do that? And you guide people through this now, right? Like you guide other women and how, quote, to do this. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into that piece because I think that, you know, people ask me that all the time too. It's, well, but how did you make your, how did you come up with the idea or how did you, and I would say it's divine guidance. It's absolute. every single thing that I do is divine guidance. How I found you was divine guidance. I mean, like literally, like every single thing to me is divine guidance in trusting and surrendering to what comes from that. I mean, I, you know, I was just on a call with somebody earlier and I said, I have no idea why this is happening I about something personal in my life. I have no idea why. What I do know is that I can surrender and have faith and understand that it's unfolding for my highest good. Whatever that
0: looks like is what I will receive. So let's dive there. Yes. Okay. I love this conversation. Here. This is my favorite conversation. favorite conversation. Where do you live? Where are you at? By the way, I'm curious. We live in Idaho now. So we ah. moved from Arizona, I think 16 months ago. Dang. I live on two acres that overlook the mountain range. I watch the sun literally rise every morning above the mountains. I, it is like, I just feel so grateful.
1: That's it, amazing. Yeah. I love Idaho, by the way. It's beautiful. It's magic. It's magic. It is magic. I, had, I drove through there on a road trip for it. I took my kids on a six-week road trip and drove through. And I was like, okay, I did not know that this was such a beautiful state. That was quite a few years ago. <laughs> it's
0: years very started. magical. It's very magical. And um, I'm super grateful. So, so- let's, creation. let's dive into this. So yeah. it's it's like this. If someone wants to become a bodybuilder, they're going to spend a lot of time in the gym. They're going to focus on what they're eating. They're going to focus on what they're putting into their body. It's this is how they're going to get their results. It's the same with asking from the divine. If we decide to spend time, with the divine every single day, like actual time, not like two second prayers, even though those are great. That's fantastic. But the more we deepen our time. And then also it is just like working out what you put in your mind, your ears, what you put your energy around. It's, it's very important because if you're feeling like your mind with junk all day, fear, uh, doubt, people's negativity, Like it's, it's like almost like you have to go through a car wash afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so if you can be really careful with, I mean, for me, I mean, my husband makes fun of me. We can only watch PG shows. I'm very clear that anything that's scary, that's dark, it's just going to set me back. It's going to take a lot of work to clean it out of my system. So if I can just consistently keep my system as clean as possible by what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, what I'm putting around me. And then it's a daily devotion. Like every single morning, sacred space is top priority. And everyone of my five kids knows that. They know that in the morning, mom is in her sacred space praying and that they can come and join. My six-year-old actually like has learned to the chants that I do. And he sits and chants with me sometimes. Then he leaves and plays and then comes back and pulls an oracle card. Like They, they know that this is what happens in the morning. And if we can devote that we will be so much more open to receive. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So <clears throat> I do very much the same. And
1: my kids actually have always known um, when I start to get cranky, they're like, mom, go on the ocean. Mom, go. <laughs> Literally, they would say that to me, go on the ocean. I think it's time that you go into the mountains. I think it's time that, you know, you go and spend time in nature. Because for me, that's where I feel so connected with the universe, with God, with Spirit, it's that's my that's my sacred space, um, yeah. and I do my I do my praying out there. I do my screaming. I scream to God and go, why, why, why? You know, and receive the answers. And uh, yeah, so that's beautiful. How do you? Um, so let's go to the next step. Okay, so yeah. you have so you create the space, the sacred space for yourself,
0: and then what else do you do? So then I take time to receive. So that means that I actually like have on a piece of paper where every morning I have my top three visions that I know that I'm here to be doing. And so I start with my number one. I'm like, all right, God, for this top goal vision right here, what's the one? And if I have a lot of time that day, I'll say one to three things. If I know I have a day full of clients and it's just not realistic for me to ask for three things, then I ask, what's the one thing I need to do today in this area to have this vision come to fruition? And then I just literally like open palms. Like if you can physically open your palms and be like, "Hey, show me. Sometimes I receive an image. Sometimes I receive a word and I just write it down. And this is my to-do list from God every morning. This is it. What's okay. God, here's my second vision. What am I? It's the one thing, the number one thing that if I do this today, it's going to push me closer to this birthing. Mm -hmm. And then I receive it. And then I ask my angels to hold the space for these things to come through because my life is very full and I have a lot on my plate. So most of the time, these things don't feel realistic. Like how could I ever do that? Like today, literally I heard finish all your funnels. I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. We'll see how that. And then, you know what? I got a whole funnel done this morning before my first coaching call. And I was like, this is why I work with my angels. I asked them, I need you to hold open the space and time. For me to finish my funnels today, can that be done? And then I just surrender it over. So it's like I ask, I receive, and then I ask my angels to help me complete it. And It's a very phenomenal spiritual team that I feel runs very well for me.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm trying that because I have funnels that need to get done. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I'm like, how did you... I got a program I've been sitting with for like 2 years now that I'm like all right, I got it. I got to I got to get this thing edited.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Come on. Mm-hmm.
1: That's fantastic. Do you okay, so let me do you um okay, so we're going to get a little woo woo here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can actually visualize my angels. I know who my, who my, my peeps are above who I can call on. And, um, right now I have a team of like three, (laughs) more than that, obviously. However, my team of three right now that I've been calling on, can you, do you, how do you, do you know who they are? Are they people of your past?
0: Are you, you don't. Okay. So I think, Mm -hmm. tell me more. So that's, what's kind of a bummer. Like I really wish I could see them because it'd be so much easier, right? Like these things would be so much easier. for are like, yeah, of course I can see my angels, but I actually can't. I just watch it work, and because I've watched it work so many times, I have so much deep trust in it. So I call in, uh, I call in all of my angels, my guides, my leaders, my teachers, my helpers, my healers, the ascended masters who've been assigned to me, in and through the highest order of light. And that is when I I like call them in by that. And then I ask them, all right, guys, like today I've got funnels that I need to have done. I have two, I currently have two kids homesick, so I need to be able to, you know, really take care of them. I also have, you know, this email that needs to be sent. I need this. Please open the space and time for this to happen. And then I just hand it all over and it's like, and it will be done. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Wow. If only it was that easy. (laughs) I mean it is. It I, is. It is. <laughs> wow. That's that's a hell of a gift you got. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean <laughs> the thing is is that as humans, we think everything powerful has to be hard. So I'm sure most people listening, yeah. Say that one more time. Yes. Please. <laughs> as, <talk>. as humans. <laughs> we think that anything that's powerful has to be hard.
1: We could end the conversation right there. Because we're not going to. Um, I say this all the time. I'm like, do not make things so hard. Do not make healing so hard. Do not make love so hard. Do not make friendship so hard. Do not make family, you know, the, the family space so hard. Why do we make everything so freaking hard? Yeah. I don't understand. I truly don't get it. I have a philosophy on this. Can we yeah, t- I hear it? quick. Okay. So I think this is my own personal opinion on this. I think that, and I wrote about this in my book as children, we grow up and we leave our childlike sense behind. Mm. And as children, we make things easier. So as adults, if we can tap into our childlike sense, we could actually make life a little bit more enjoyable. Mm.
0: That's my whole philosophy. Mm -hmm. Have fun, freaking have fun, Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. Right. And it just, you know, I look at my life and I feel like as a kid, I just was so carefree and I was super magical. I was just, right. Like just, I just was this magical being, but I went through a lot of hell. like shit happened. I went through a lot of abuse. It wasn't just one abuse. It was like two different abusers. Like Poor little Kira, like what a horrible experience for her. And in that space, life became hard. Like all of a sudden, life was hard and it wasn't safe. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'll just speak for myself is that I just thought life had to be hard and then it couldn't be safe. Right. But as I've healed and as I'm always healing, I mean I heal every morning of my life. I don't think I'll ever be healed. There's so much pain to always be moving through but i have found this massive ease with working with the divine yeah and it's like oh this is the safe place it's not anything that's physical here on earth it's not any of the the structures that we put our trust in it's not in people it's literally in these higher beings this higher source of love that that's where things are easy yeah. And it doesn't have to be hard. You're right. And, and we, and we actually, when we can also surrender to it
1: yeah. when we can, when we can hand it over to something that's so much more um, uh, filled with um, love and uh, grace, I think that that's also where we can step into the space of what we are here for, which is actually creation, Yeah, right? which is what you're doing. And so, and that's, that's beautiful. I think, you know, as children too, there's such a safety space. I know for myself as well, 17, that's when I started to shut down. That's when I started to say, okay, walls up, wall around the heart, wall around the receiving, wall around all the things. Um, And then being able to now shed all of that and open myself up to what happens when we let our barriers down and have fun and realize that we can trust ourselves, We can trust the process. It's pretty beautiful. Mm.
0: Took me a while. I mean, I'm
1: 48. So,
0: you know, (laughs) and here we are. It's a journey, right? Like, what a beautiful journey. How many people actually get to that place of being able to open their heart? I mean, I have to work in my heart. Last week, I worked in my heart chakra every day. Every day, I was like, okay, where am I supposed to work? And every day, it was like, heart, heart, stop closing it off, stop closing it off. And I was like, okay. So it's just like a consistent, um, practice of like, where am I being closed in my body right now? How can I go in and open it up so miracles can show up? So magic can be a part of my life.
1: That's a really good question for everybody to journal on where in my body am I closed up right now? Mm -hmm. Because that is something that I know for my own self too. I was just thinking about that this morning. Um, you know, the energy that we have within us and how when we are completely aligned you know from from source from for me it's from nature and from the universe when we are completely aligned it's such that's where everything flows and i can tell i can tell you know what also here's the thing i'm curious about this with you we're kind of maneuvering through a lot of stuff here and i want to get back to what we were talking about but um one of the things that shuts me off like that is anger mm-hmm. when i start to get angry i shut down quick. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. will like everything within my body will just. And the anger piece is my own um uh defense mechanism. It's my own way to stay safe. And um and I have a lot of philosophies on in my own thoughts of why the anger comes up and where it stems from. Um and what do you, what comes up with you when you start shutting down? What emotion comes up? Do you know?
0: Hmm. When I start to shut down, I just want to quit. Mm-hmm. That's just what shows up for me is like just all of a sudden, like whether it's that I get angry or that I feel rejected or, or that, or I'm just trying to do it all by myself. That's a big one for me. That's why I think working with the divine is so powerful for me because I did have to do most of my life by myself. And that that right there, when I get triggered into that emotion, I just go shut way down. And then I'm quitting everything, (laughs) (laughs) running away, quitting it all. And, um, and that, I mean, but now I'm so clear that when I want to quit everything, it's right before a huge breakthrough. It's right before a huge expansion. And it's time for me to deepen my trust with the divine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay. So let's dive into, so now you
1: have, um, you've written stuff down, you're, you're getting the assignments, you're, you're putting, what's next? What's next?
0: next? Okay. So then I actually start taking action, right? So for, you know, today, okay. So I got to finish my funnels. Well, I had, you know, like four different client sessions today and I'm like, and I got two kids sick, how am I going to do this? So then I kind of just do like an internal real quick prayer all right, well, how am I going to begin this? And I was like, oh, well, one of the kids wants to watch this movie while they're sick. I can sit next to them and plug away on my computer. And it's like both of the things, like I can be here and also be working on this funnel. And I got a whole funnel done this morning and I got to watch a whole hour and a half movie with my little girl. So then it was like, boom, okay. I took action because I asked, how is this happening right now? Like, how am I going to get this done? and then you have to take action because what happens is sometimes our angels will open up a spot. This happens all the time at the beginning when I was working with my angels. So I'd be like, "Okay, I have a podcast today. I need it to be quiet for 30 minutes." And then like 30 minutes would show up and my human self would be like, "Ooh, all of my kids are quiet for 30 minutes. I want to just watch a show or I'm going to read a book or I'm going to do laundry. That's actually not really. I don't really watch shows. But I, that's what I feel like the human self wants to do, right? Like, oh, all the kids are quiet. I can either go clean the bathroom or whatever. And I had to be very clear, like, no, my angels just opened this 30 minute window because I asked for it for my podcast. Mm -hmm. So they'll open things, but then you have to use your agency on the thing you were inspired to do, Mm
1: -hmm. not
0: what your human self wants to do. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. I know that where laundry is always mine too, actually
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Only mo- like 10 loads a day. I, mean, that's so much. <laughs> I only have one child at home now
1: and I still have so much laundry. I'm like, where is this coming from? I I so, it. Much. So, so much pile much yeah. on my bed right now to get folded actually, <laughs> which we'll yeah. get to eventually. Um, that's, that's okay.
0: So then, and then what do you do? And then what? And then I really, i have to stay in action. So I have a little bit of ADD. I'm sure I've not been diagnosed, but I mean, to hold the things that I hold, I, there's some definitely ADD genius inside of me, right? Which means that when I get to my computer, my brain will be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to email that girl back. Oh shoot, I have to make that video for Instagram. Oh, I gotta like, blah, 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 blah. And so then I get really clear that I have a three part to-do list from the divine. When that gets done, I can email Sally back. I can do my video for Instagram, but until those top three things have been completed, like they're, the other things are not on the forefront. And so that's how I stay super connected with my vision and also seeing massive things happen quickly is that everything I'm inspired to do gets done first. Everything else will fall into place afterwards. So it's like, I have to like, oh, sorry, I just hit my desk really (laughs) loud. Got excited. (laughs) But I like, I have to catch myself. I can watch myself trail off like squirrel. squirrel. Oh, yeah, I'm that same way, girl. I'm that same way. I am that exact
1: same way. I don't know. Well, I know where it stems from, but I, oh, yeah. Butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah it's very easy right it's like there's always work to be done around the house there's always nature outside that's like kira come outside come like <laughs> these little kittens i just got they're always like you know crying at the door i'm like oh and then i'd be like no top three things let's focus and get these things accomplished and then everything else always falls into place so much easier afterwards yeah Yeah. Well, a mom to
1: five kids too. Like you have you have to be able to get focused on that too, right? It's like yeah. Yeah. You know, so okay. So love this. And I hope everybody's seriously taking notes on that (laughs)
0: Uh, so then what? So I really feel like then I get to just take as much possible action as possible. Like I really do what I know I can do, and then I have to surrender the rest. And sometimes not everything gets done but it doesn't actually roll over. And that's a piece that I've really found interesting is that what do you mean? I have like, it's not like a to-do list that rolls over like, oh, but I didn't finish my funnels today. So that's top of the list tomorrow. Every day's a new day. Every day's a new list. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's not that it's not important, but tomorrow there might be something that's of a higher importance tomorrow. And that just goes back into asking, like going back in and asking what, is the most important thing for me to do today? And then just doing that action. And if I have time left over, then I can be like, oh, cool. I didn't finish the funnels that were yesterday's. But it's like that energy of no role creates so much clarity in my body. I don't ever feel like my to do lists are like drowning me because every day it's a new, fresh guidance.
1: Right. So you literally lead your life and your business, your mama life, everything, partnership in faith. Yeah. Everything is in faith.
0: Like <laughs> I just know,
1: like, I know, like, I know, like, I know that all of this is held. Yeah. And
0: I'm just simply the, the vessel, if you will. Right. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing here? I would say, yes. I know that sounds outlandish, but when i when i had my breaking moment and it really was like i'm not living in this world like i'm not going to live in a world where there's trauma everywhere i'm not going to live in a world that is just filled with pain with fear with abuse like i was just like this is a pretty crappy world like i'm not going to stay here and when i chose to live it was like this this has to be a new life that means that i have to do it all differently like i'm not doing it out of fear because being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, my whole life up till that moment was based off of fear. Everything I did was fear-based. Every room I walked in, I had to check and see who was safe. I had to figure out where the the exits were. Like I just lived in fear. So when I shifted, it was like, it has to be different. And I feel like I did shift into the place of like, then it just has to be with faith. And so this isn't how I've lived my whole life. This is just the newer way that seems to work so much better.
1: (laughs) So you've been doing this for, you said, five years?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Did you have faith before that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've always had faith. I've always been a, I've always been a God girl and I've always been um, spiritually connected. So that wasn't like brand new, but but I worshipped fear more, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, it totally makes sense. One hundred percent. I used to do the same thing. I would, I would be in a parking lot, and I would, you know, check to see who's there before I would actually, I would make sure my car was parked closest to the door. I and now I'm climbing mountains in the middle of freaking night. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh I, that was me. Like that. That was me. I was that person where I didn't feel safe. I remember one time being, Oh my God, this is totally just being thrown back into my mind here, uh, living in St. Louis and they closed the, I was, I was shopping, um, in, in the department store in the mall and they closed the mall and I had to walk, they locked all the doors and they said, we can only let you out of this one door. And I said, but I'm going to have to walk around the entire mall to get to my car. I don't feel safe. And they said, that's too bad. We're not opening up the door for you. And I, I, and I remember like flight or flight, like I was freezing. I mean, I literally like my body shut down and I went, okay, but how, how do I do that? Like, how do I walk around the mall in the dark and you're putting me into the space? And um, I totally forgot about that until right now. And I did, I walked around the whole mall and I remember looking every which way to make sure I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. And now here I am climbing mountains in the middle of the night. And, and so much of that is because of our, you know, our trauma and, and what obviously I've been through, you've been through. Um, I'm sure our listeners can totally relate to this uh, in different ways. And for me, I know that that connection with something so much bigger than my trauma was also my source of strength to step out of that space of fear and into that space of utter faith and knowing and creation. What does creation mean to you? Like, I, can we dive into that? Like, what does that term mean to you? Because I always say the word creation to you is going to look very different even to me or to somebody else.
0: Hmm, I don't know if I've ever ever been asked that question. Let me fill into that for a second. Hmm. So creation in the way that I experience it, is uh, that these things that I bring forward, it's like a birth. Like they have their own spirit, their own energy, and I just get to be the vessel that they come through. So that means like the books that I've written, those are my creations, but they're not really. Like I just birthed them. The divine guided me on those. My publishing house. How did I start a publishing house? I didn't know how to do a publishing house. I have no degrees in publishing. I don't know anything about publishing other than I was guided and I figured it out every step of the way because I decided to take this energy that was being shown to me, like here's a publishing house for women. Now I'm going to birth it through and create it. And so for me, it is a lot like actual childbirth. It's creating something that's not mine, but it comes through me and it blesses the world with light. And when we do that, it's like the most healing, most sacred communion Possible with the divine, and it makes a beautiful existence. Uh,
1: so I am going to also share that I think um, for me, creation is also how you how you live your daily life um, outside of the body existence. Mm.
0: Right?
1: And so, um, you know, people say it's not the destination; it's the journey, and I don't believe it's the journey. I believe it's the moments and so through the moments <clears throat> how we choose to live our daily existence is creation for the biggest sense that's creating our life like that's creating that's creating living that's not even our life that's creating living right and um i believe and i'm curious on this with you that so many people look externally into how to create right? Like how do I do this? How do I how do I create my healing? How do so when I'm thinking of creation, I'm also thinking of creation in our healing journey. create because everything is a creation, right? Like we live we are living an experiential journey of life. that's it of living. Like that's all this is. Like this is why I say we make everything so hard. And so even in our healing journey, we are looking for tell me how to do this, tell me how to do that, how do I do that, make this fix it Da-da-da-da-da, right? Instead of understanding that we are the creation of everything, we are the creation of our healing journey. We are the creation of our family. We are the creation of our living. We are the creation of our own hope, right? It's coming through us, I also believe, through something that is so much larger than ourselves. And the creation of isn't just like a manual, right? It's like my creation of my healing journey is going to look very different than the creation of your healing journey. And that's the beauty of it. There is no linear way to anything. That's my, I love it. And I'm sticking to it because quite frankly, that's how my business came out of my trauma because I was sitting on my freaking paddleboard a couple miles offshore and looked at a friend and he said, well, if you could do anything, I, I said, I'm stuck. Like I feel stuck. But I'd been saying that for a number of years. I'm like, I feel like there's so much bigger, something so much larger out there for me to be doing. My voice isn't being heard and I want to create impact in the world. And I don't know what the hell that looks like, you know? And then lo and behold, sitting on my paddleboard around dolphins and a friend asked me if you could do anything, what would it be? And I'm like, I want to take people into nature. And he goes, well, then why the hell aren't you doing it? And I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) Because I don't know how, because I don't have a manual, right? Because I didn't have a manual. Yeah. Not realizing that it wasn't only about just taking people into nature. It was taking people through their transformational healing Mm -hmm. journeys in nature. Like that's where the came from the trauma,
0: which is beautiful. So beautiful. I love it. I love it. And I, I just echo that is that when women start to coach with me and they're like, but this person said this and this person said this, I'm like, first of all, we have to throw that all away. Like Mm -hmm. It's not bad to learn things, but when we, when we're trying to be like, but this person told me I had to market like this. And this person told me I had to create my course. It's like, no, you are the wise one for your work, which means that if you actually tapped in, you would know how to market your business. You would know who you're serving. You would know the content of your course. And when I help women write books, like they're like, where's the format? Where's the, I'm like, no. No. There's no format. There's no template. You're going to learn how to actually receive. And when you do, this book is going to fly out of your hands so damn fast. You're not going to know what to do with it. Like, boom, it's going to come out of you. When you turn off your mind, that's when the real creations are birthed. You know, that's that's what I hear you saying. That's so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well, our brain is powerful, but it's also a pain in the butt. (laughs) It is. It's It's a blocker. Like it is. I'm just going to state it like it is. It's a yeah. pain in the butt. It's like, yeah, let's speak to that. Could we like dive there, please? Because yeah, when your dreams started happening, when your husband, which by the way, what
0: an incredible man. I know. I know. He has walked a pretty hard path these last five years with me. It's been epic. But I mean, he was there pulling me out of bed when I couldn't move. I mean, he was there helping me function when I had been this highly functioned person and I couldn't function any longer. And now, I mean, he has a job where he works from home and he supports me with the kids and my work. And I am very grateful for him. Can we
1: talk about the partnership really quick before Mm -hmm. we dive into this? Like, did you manifest this guy? How, I mean, like, seriously, where do we find no. that?
0: <laughs> we actually have been married almost 20 years. I got married super young. I got married at 19. Wow. And we actually have dealt with a lot of really hard things in our marriage. And, um, I mean, we really, I didn't think we would make it to be quite honest. We have, it's been not an easy path mm-hmm. and, and. I love that you just said that. And. That's what and I and. Mean. it's been so worth it. We've worked hard, and he I mean who I am now, I am not who I was when he married me. I'm not who I was five years ago. I mean, I went from a completely stay- at-home mom to building businesses and um living a really different lifestyle, and he has just been so deeply supportive in every aspect. so yeah, marriage has not been easy for us and we've also created something really powerful and amazing
1: that's beautiful uh, is he um spiritually uh invested as well as he is is he does he speak a language does he know? <laughs>
0: um, he does not speak my language but I, <laughs> I will say that he has watched um he's watched me you know, build some nothing to a six figure business with nothing other than being guided by the divine. And now he runs his real estate like that. He, we work with his angels and we send out his mailers to the right people that they will be able to get our help. And it works every time. And so was he naturally like that? No, but he's found that this is a really powerful way to to run business and to run life. And now I feel like you know just just a few minutes ago he let me i drum that's part of my healing as i drum over you know the body and then i use some tuning forks and just before our podcast i was drumming on him doing some tuning forks on his throat <laughs> so yeah this isn't his world but he's very open to how weird i am
1: <laughs> i love it i love it i love it i love it i do that when i'm on my my, my paddleboard i go out and i'm like all right, have conversations with my angels. I'm like, this is who I'm, I'm calling this in. This is, this is the type of group that I want to, um that I, that I'm feeling into. Right. right. And so go to my clients, bring them in. Let's, let's, let's guide them through this. It's a beautiful yeah. way to live. It's an absolute beautiful way to live. Super fun. It's
0: because super when the people fun. who come in, you're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't have picked a better person. And like, yes. Thank you. I love her. This is so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. Uh, Okay. So let's
1: backtrack um, for a moment also into, um, so when you're, when you're working with these women, do you, because I, something that you mentioned that is very interesting is, uh, but they told me that it was supposed to be this way. They told me this Mm -hmm. when you're working with these women, how do you get them from a place of But they said this, they told me that it's supposed to be done to now trusting their faith, trusting their inner sense.
0: Well, just very slowly, right? Like we start out with really getting clear on their sacred space, get clear on their daily healing practice, get them very quiet. And once you start to get quiet inside and you do your healing work and you're talking to the divine and you're doing these spiritual practices, your voice gets louder inside and mm-hmm. the voices outside just start to get quieter. And then you get to recognize, like, even and I when I'm coaching them, I'm like, what I'm telling you doesn't land, like, let it move on. Like what I'm coaching you on, if your inner voice is like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work for me today, then like, then honor your inner voice because that is what's going to lead you. So we kind of I, baby step it a little bit at first, right? Yeah. And then I just am always like, and we do things differently over here. <laughs> we don't follow the rules, okay? <laughs> like we just do things differently. And then they see the results. And once you start seeing the results, like it's like when you're on a diet and all of a sudden it starts working. You're like, fine, I'm in. Never you mind. You'll, you've built a six figure business this way. I have. I mean, that's freaking phenomenal. I know. That is over. Five, it's insane. Okay. Over do you know that? Like. I had a $70,000 month. And that just shows you yep. that, like, I never went to a day of college. Like, I love to really share that. Like, I never went to a day of college. And my career path was a massage therapist for 20 years. Before I let that go, there was nothing else. So, for me to create the business that I have, for me to create the income that I have, every piece has been divinely guided. And I just, <laughs> give that over.
1: Okay. And this is what I want to share too. I had never been to a therapist. I had never been like, literally I was that person who was driving down the freeway, wanting to smash her car into the side of the road. And what helped me, this is where I'm saying like where the should have, could have, would like the people who tell you how to do things, you know, from your inner self. And so for me, Being like, okay, I'm feeling like I need to go into nature. I'm feeling like this is my space of healing. I'm listening. I'm being guided from something so much larger than myself, so much deeper than the voices of others, right? That's what also got me through that, which by the way, is freaking priceless. That's my life. It's for my freaking life, which is why I do what I do today as well. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. 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 Sounds like we were meant to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Of course,
1: (laughs) and I do want to say too that that whole head thing. um, Oh gosh! I mean, I'm guiding a group through the Grand Canyon next week—a group of women—and this is one of the things that we work on so much: is letting that voice that you have heard because it's been externally right Um, said to you or whatever the case may be letting that voice just soften and saying what is my heart saying to me what am what am I listening to from here and opening that space up uh, because it's like that's where the healing happens that's where the creation happens and I love 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 how you were saying that through creation we heal
0: Mm. yes it's so beautiful that you take them there. Like, I just love that. And in that place of just quieting the mind, this is the practice. The practice is how do I, I place my hands over my forehead and I just like touch my heart and I'm like, okay, hey, quiet my mind, get into my heart. Like, what is my heart saying? What is my heart saying? And just trusting that I know exactly what needs to be done when I choose to receive guidance, when I choose to get out of my own way, when I choose to stop trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's for life in general, like everything in general, right there in general. Um, How has this creation, because we only have a few more moments, but how has this creation of your Six figure, a seventy thousand a month. Which is just like you had a seventy thousand dollars month on that. And the reason I, the reason I also truly want to to bring that back up to the surface is yeah. because so many people get stuck, quote, within their trauma, within their space, within their. I have to stay here cause I don't know how to do otherwise. And if I don't, for example, marriages, I have seen so many people stay in marriages that are toxic and unhealthy because they're afraid that if they don't stay there, they're not going to be able to survive monetarily. And this is proof in the pudding that you can use all of the stuff that you're working through right now and actually create something that lands you a six figure business. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, really? Yeah. Um, So going to that place, um, what was I just going to ask you? I get, this is what happens. I get jammed and then I get jamming. And then I'm like, what was I going to ask you?
0: Well, what I think is really why I share that is because most women don't share success like this. And I really want women to know that you do not have to have all of these requirements to be extremely successful in business. And you can use the gifts that the divine has given you to expand light in the world. And when you follow divine guidance, the money supports your work so you can keep doing it. Like this, this is why I share those numbers. It's like, guess what? This is possible. A mom of five kids who like, by the way, at 3 PM, I'm done with work. Like I don't work when my kids are home. I'm I'm with my kids. So the divine actually expands time, expands resources, and miracles happen. And so that's why I shared that, so that people can really feel the hope that it is possible. Well, I didn't,
1: by the way, I'm just going to get a little honest here too. I didn't have the first, I didn't know the first thing about business. I didn't do this just I did not start doing this thinking I was going to have a business. I didn't set out to go stand on a Ted talk stage. Somebody asked me, and by the way, halfway through our creation of that Ted talk, I finally had to ask her, wait, am I doing the Ted talk? Like, what are we doing here? I, 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 am just like, I had no idea about writing a book. I had, that wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, I just knew that that's what I was being called to do. And I think that, um, that's the beautiful part of, of the healing process is that you just learn to trust that all of it is just happening for you. Yeah. I had no idea. I remember my son saying to me, which is actually the funniest. And actually the, I don't even know when I told him I was writing a book, he's like, mom, but you, you hardly read because I was always, I was, yeah. I do read. don't get me wrong. I do. And yeah. I, still, I read a lot. Point being is that that's when I was like in the, in the, the, the bulk of motherhood. And so finding time to do that was very difficult. Um, I listen to books, I do all that, but I had to laugh at that because I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. And I am now a writer. Never thought I'd be a writer. Never thought and that's so cool. Never thought I'd be a writer. I mean, people send me messages and they're like, I save all of your stuff because I love your writing. And I'm like, Wow that's really funny. My mom said my mom sat me down when I was home last and she's like it still confuses me. It still confuses me where you learned how to write because none of us write.
0: Like it's you know so beautiful. Oh, I love that. So and beautiful. I think that just gives so much hope to those who are listening. Like I, there is a purpose in every person who's listening right now. There is a purpose inside of you. There are gifts inside of you that you don't even know exist. And when you start to like dig away and you clear the dirt They're going to show up and it's going to surprise you and it's going to be powerful and amazing and it's going to just expand life. Yeah. So this has
1: helped you in your own healing journey. Um, You have continued on your healing journey, obviously. Mm -hmm. What is next? Do you know?
0: Yeah. What are you working on? (laughs) something so big that I actually haven't even shared about it. And here it is. It is coming through today. I'm going to share. I'm so scared and nervous and so humbled and grateful. So I am working on, um, these centers. They're called centers of hope and they are going to be, my vision is that there will be one in every state and cool. Tell me more. they are going to be, um, A spiritual a spiritual ER, which means that people who are suicidal, people who are dealing with depression, that instead of throwing them into psych units, they actually get to go to these centers of hope. And I mean, the pieces that are coming through for these are so powerful. And I'm really excited and it's happening super fast.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, can I please, um, support you on this journey in any way possible, because that's my jam space. I love that. I love, love, love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. That's so beautiful. I encourage everybody that is listening. I was just telling you before we jumped on that, um, I put my, my, bucket list of things. I, I don't even know if it's a bucket list. I hate that term, whatever. Um, my, my, my dreams, the things that I had thought about doing after 50 uh, into my back pocket. And I'm going to encourage everybody else to do that exact same thing. Listen, 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 awareness, ask, receive awareness, listen. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful way to live.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. And I have a guide that I'm going to give you. I'm going to send you the link that I just have. It's called uh, the guide of creation. And um you can just send it in your show notes or share it with the people listening. Absolutely. Where can people find you? Uh Instagram, Kira Polson, Pretty simple. My fastest way to get a hold of me is just send me a DM. Um, you can check out my website, kirepulson.com. You can check out all the books we've published at freedomhouse publishingco.com. has all the amazing authors that we've published. And um yeah, I've got a mastermind of women that I teach them how to receive and write their books and create their programs and create a business of light.
1: It's amazing. You're, you are one beautiful light on this planet. So thank you for being here. Mm, Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And yes, for those of you um, listening, go back and listen to this again, because there's a lot in this for you to, to actually receive and also go follow Kira and uh, pay attention to the beautiful things that you are manifesting and creating. My friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful to have you here. I'd love to invite you over to sarahscheltingcrans.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to survivor. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who may need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review and subscribe. Go find it on other platforms such as Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page, leave a message in my comments and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you. And as I always say, I believe in you, us, always.